Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. My name is Spencer. And I'm Michael. Let's open up in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for this gift of a day. Thank you for this gift of another episode of our podcast. For the gift of our listeners. For the gift of all the little things that we don't notice and that we take for granted. Give us the grace to be grateful in the little things each and every moment of our lives, giving you glory through it all. All praise and honor and glory is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... I'm curious about this because it, I don't know. Anybody who's been listening to this podcast for a long time might also be curious about this because I feel like I'm curious. Yeah. So Spencer, since, since you've graduated and shifted from a Newman center environment to a parish environment, mm-hmm. have your views on the church changed? And I mean something specific by that. And if they've changed, how have they changed? And by views on the church, I mean this kind of... Um, we've done several episodes on this. This kind of church politics dichotomy of traditional versus charismatic that doesn't really work as a political dichotomy, but people tend to make it one anyway. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm curious, have, has, has that changed for you? And if so, how, or if not, why? So just how everything is like seen through the parish compared to the Newman center, how like the world yeah, is like, perceived like, in politics, how you perceive, um, I would say more how you perceive the church. Let's start there. Like what, what do you think, the state of the church is right now? Well, I think it's a lot, in a sense, there's more light. Um, uh, yeah, I would say there's more light in a parish sense because, I don't know, it, there's more, let's have hope in Christ. And, I mean, the parish that we go to, I mean, we don't go there consistently because we're not in town all month, every month, but it's beautiful how the priest does his homilies and is he's open about talking, like talking about anything. And I think everybody there, for the most part, is pretty similar-minded in, like I guess, the spectrum of Catholics. For at least that's mm. the feeling I get there. I don't personally know many people there yet but as we're new to that parish but i think the my view on the church is a place where we just need to well especially now focus just on christ and what he has done for us obviously through his life death and resurrection as we're still in easter um celebrating easter i think the church has struggles definitely in some areas but I like how some bishops are stepping up to the plate and speaking out on 
certain issues, especially with certain people. So that gives light to the laity, the laity, if I wasn't clear enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, the difference between Newman Center and parish life, I think, through my experience from Newman Center 2.0 to now, yeah, there's just a lot more light in the picture. It's not this politically motivated religious beliefs. It's mm-hmm. religiously motivated polit- political beliefs. <laughs> so you put your the religion first, and then yeah, the politics roll in. Like your val your value in morality and in social and economical factors come from somewhat your religious beliefs and how much control you want to give to the government and yeah yeah so i think yeah did that answer your question that yeah mostly that answered the first the 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 first part especially like how is how do you view the church and it did it kind of answered the the second part too um yeah, and I would agree with that because obviously I still am mostly at a Newman Center, but it's a Newman Parish, so there is a parish half to it, which I I really like. I think that works really well because it gives students the opportunity to f- see the mm-hmm. the workings of a parish, um, even if they're not active in that part of it. But I would generally say, in my experience outside of that, that. Um, there is more light at a parish, um, especially at our Newman Center um, 2.0. There, there was a lot of like mm-hmm. self-created darkness, if that makes sense. Like there was such an emphasis on being countercultural and fighting those battles that it was like we almost created those battles where we didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't go out and pick every fight that he went. Like, he could have picked every fight. I mean, I guess he did it through the cross, but but he didn't go yeah. to every person and personally battle them <laughs> and battle each village's culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of feels like the difference between we're here because we want to be here, and this is a community, and we're here because outside of here is so dark and horrible yeah. that this is the safe place to be here we, here we make disciples of all nations but out there we don't <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, I, I think in a sense it's a part of the meaning of dark i would say is cl- very closed-minded like in a sense where it's mm-hmm. dangerous yep that's something i think that newman centers across the board tend to struggle with um mm-hmm. a lack of outside input as a as a community um and often it's because it's or it's exaggerated by that lots of people find their faith through a Newman center so that's mm-hmm. their first experience with a faith community so then yeah that's going to be you're going to think that there's nothing else outside of this if you've never seen anything else outside of this mm-hmm. or you'll think this is the best this is the best version of that yeah mm-hmm. and i think it's took 
well me for sure but i would assume you too it took it took us a while to unravel out of that mm-hmm. out of that system yeah quite literally a systematic way of thinking <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. in there and just being very like i said before hard or uh, closed minded and i think that caused a lot of hard hearts like hardened hearts mm-hmm. towards everything everything whether good or bad if it's outside of there it didn't matter mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's hard and this was true for us i don't think this is true across the board although i think it is disappointingly common um a newman center is meant to be left you're meant to move on and if yep. they're not preparing you to move on to a parish, then they are failing as a ministry. Mm-hmm. And that was 100% true for you and me at, <laughs> at our Newman Center. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone there was getting preparation for parish life. Um, and that is, like I said, that's what I like about having right now at a Newman parish is that's almost the focus Mm -hmm. so yeah i feel like a lot of especially after being at a newman center a lot of college students they see a parish and they see lukewarmness Mm -hmm. and in some sense that's true in some sense it's true and in some sense it's just the nature of the ministry Mm -hmm. Uh, a newman center is meant to be closer knitted group yeah much more a gathering space and a more more communal than a parish is Mm -hmm. now ideally a parish should be very communal that's not what i'm saying but but it's not as blunt in Mm -hmm. sharing things that are hard to grasp in the faith i guess yeah it's a yeah step by step it's not a because spit fire (laughs) the primary community event at a parish is sunday mass Mm mm-hmm and they probably have parish festivals and things like that. But it's Sunday Mass and then maybe some community time after Mass, like in the parish mm-hmm. hall or something. Um, at a Newman Center, there's usually some kind of event. Or student or- Either weekly or monthly student organization or student event. That doesn't really... It's not replacing Mass. They still have Mass, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But you'd be hard pressed to say that that's not the main communal event of the, of the community, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd say that's, that's a big difference. And that's why that kind of changes that perception of the outside is dark, right? Mm -hmm. Versus when you get to a parish, it's like, you are still the light. That community is still the source of light, but that doesn't mean that the, the rest of the world is a, dark and horrible place Mm -hmm. the second you walk out the door obviously there's challenges there are challenges but yeah there's good in every person and we should be treating them well and not presuming their sin over their having that hold over their head before their goodness Mm-hmm. How are you ever going to make a difference in someone's life if you just are so hard yeah. at them? I think the other thing that's 
hard as like you have to build your own community at a parish you know mm-hmm. they're they're not going to do it for you they're not going to host dozens upon dozens of events to give you opportunities to interact with people outside of mass mm-hmm. that is i think also a, a big difference because on the outside it looks like the only thing to do is mass but that doesn't mean you can't also interact with these people outside of mass yeah very true so the other part of my question um i think in in college especially both you and me leaned fairly traditional mm-hmm. um and now over a year out for you has that changed at all that's that a genuine i'm genuinely curious if it has like it's not a there's no right or wrong answer to that <laughs> i i mean in some sense yes and in some sense no Overall, I would say I don't like the phrasing. Like, I don't like those titles of people like saying, I'm a rad trad. I'm a traditional Catholic. I'm a... Who's going to say I'm a modern Catholic? <laughs> like, who says that? <laughs> Unfortunately, some people do. But... I mean, then the, <laughs> rad, then the traditionalists will call them um, progressive catholics in mm-hmm. a neg- and that's a negative thing then but um i would say i'm just catholic like we're all just catholic let's just let it be that way and at newman i would have probably just said traditional even though we were probably radical mm-hmm. <laughs> in some sense um but yeah i'm just catholic and let the church loosen bind and loosen things here on earth as it's as it's already in heaven so so mm-hmm. who am i to say that the church went too far here or not far enough there when jesus gave his authority to the apostles especially peter in the the line of popes to to do things and to guide us into learning more about the church and learning more about christ and salvation um so overall yeah i would say i obviously love tradition but just because you're not a traditional catholic doesn't mean you don't like tradition um i would just say i'm catholic and because as soon as you go to one of those other titles you're just trying to split hairs you're trying to make yourself look different and in some sense like separate from catholics as a whole as one holy catholic church so why why do you have to do that (laughs) right yeah you're you're in like intentionally causing division in the church almost. And I, I really like the way you put that because that's basically where I've gotten to, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was not a traditional Catholic before college. And I mean, I, I came to the faith through a very Jesuit spirituality, which isn't, mm-hmm. it's entirely Orthodox, but it's definitely not traditional. So, but at least in the term that that usually means, you know, mm-hmm. but since leaving the Newman center, I, I would, I would say the same thing. I'm, I'm a Catholic saying anything more than that. And you're trying to cause a division. And I think the first thing that led me towards traditional traditionalist Catholicism was when it was pointed out to me that the charismatic movement, the extreme wing of it is a condemned heresy. 
and then it doesn't take a lot more digging to discover that the extreme wing of the radical traditionalist movement is also a condemned heresy. So being radical or extreme anything is usually not good. Just yeah. <laughs> just kind of generally. What do they call the radical uh, traditionalist? No, is, what is it called? Like set of... Set Adventists? Yeah. I don't know what like that, that... Yeah. It's like where they I, don't believe that any of the... Like the Pope, the the seat of Peter is not in existence right now. Like, mm-hmm. yep. And I that they just don't go to mass. They they don't think the church exists right now or something. <laughs> and they're just waiting for something. So they pray like all the decades of the Rosary, um, of every mystery or something every Sunday or something. That's what they do. Because I listened My to gosh. something about it and I was like, Dane. And the guy talks and he's very like confident in what he's saying so it sounds really good to you and really scary and how he like says everything but it's all he's very fallacy driven Hmm. yeah and i think there's this tendency to want to be an extremist because then you're doing something extreme for god right mm-hmm. and it's, and it's like, like being cat being catholic is extreme enough like mm-hmm. this is this is <laughs> it's already hard enough. Don't go around causing division within the church and making it harder for everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just being yeah, just you're trying to act overly virtuous, mm-hmm. and it just rubs everybody else the wrong way if they're left of you mm-hmm. or right of you, even depending on what's yeah yeah. I guess being I was still virtue talking signaled. About, I was still talking about the radicals on the yeah. traditional side but um yeah there there is a nice sweet middle where you can just appreciate everything mm-hmm. and you can't do that on either side if you go too far nope you, you lose a lot of ironically you lose tradition <laughs> through going either yeah way. yep <laughs> mm-hmm. because there are things that are now considered charismatic that are extremely biblically and apostolically traditional mm-hmm. like any spiritual uh manifestation of spiritual gifts charismatic prayer intercessory prayer praise and worship all of that stuff is ancient tradition yeah it's really cool how it can just be catholic right <laughs> it's possible to be non-controversial it's cool to be before denominations were a thing. Right? Pre-denominational. <laughs> we dominate denominations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that'd be funny, but it didn't didn't work. Yeah, so I yeah, there's a lot of hope for the church now and I mean there's a lot of evil right now in the world too, so it'll be interesting in how seeing who steps up to the table and who cries out, making um making a difference? Because each each generation, every generation, every century has the saints that step up and go to the plate and do God's work. So and we're called to that. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's called to it in the vocal way. All of us are called to it in prayer to do praying for Mother Church and for for the world, for the salvation of the world and every person. So there's a lot of light. We just have to welcome it in. Welcome Christ. Absolutely. 
On that note, should I close us out in a prayer? Yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gift of your church. We ask you to bless the church, guide her, keep her close to you and all her members. Lord, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit down upon the church, upon all students in Newman centers, upon all parishioners and parishes, that you may truly light them with your love. We ask you to send hope, that Catholics everywhere may never lose hope, and may never become so divided that they lose sight of you. We ask all this through the intercession of St. Joseph. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Subscribe to our Patreon. Support us if you'd like. Send us topic ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Follow our Instagram if you want us to post memes. Hmm. Yeah. Just keep loving life and sharing that love with everybody. Don't go too far off in one direction. Until next time, God bless you all and have a wonderful day. Peace!